everybody welcome to our podcast hi so as we said before we're just going to be doing wednesday through friday unless there's a major outcry and uh, we get additional funding so that's what it is for now okay so let's start with verse 11 i was thinking about how it says and he gave and i was thinking about how the it's you know stating that god is the one who has ordained people in the church people um, to preach shepherd and teach others and the point of it all is for the equipping of the saints in order to build up the body of Christ. Um, and that this is going to be one of the big ways that we attain maturity. And, um, and so I was thinking about how it, it's going to require our submission to their leadership. And um, that, you know, the flip side of that is that, you know, lack of submission is actually going to be one way in which we we remain immature and um and so you know we really need to see that god is the one who has ordained this way for the church to be built up and for us to come to maturity yeah picking up with that first section as well like if we ask what is the purpose of the church we see that there are different uh roles first of all but then also that um, with you know the apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers, also called apest in you know some kind of Christiany circles, but it is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. I think that's the role and purpose. So the role is to equip us for works of ministry, and that applies to all believers. That everyone within the church is designed to have, uh, intended to have works of ministry, and it's the works of ministry that'll help us become more mature. It'll build up the church. And I think that makes sense because as we do ministry, we do become mature. It's through learning to care for another person. Like you want to grow up, it's like try to love just one person in your life. And you realize how hard and difficult that is. And just even being an older brother or sister to one of your younger siblings, that makes you more mature if you have to babysit them or care for them, think about them, prepare a plan for them. And so as a minister, when we do that for younger ones or others who don't know uh, God and we minister to them that really helps us mature so I think as we try things like vision trips and even the impact tutoring those are great service outlet opportunities for us to grow up and mature and that's what will help us to become a more mature church and that will build up the church and together as we work that that be, is very encouraging so um, I was thinking about verse um, 14 and how it talks about being children, being tossed to and fro by the waves. And I was thinking about what what are the winds and the waves? And, you know, those are all of the different voices that you hear that have sway. And that would be like family voices, um, different friends. And it's also the vision of life that your coworkers present um, and that you see and you're enticed by. It could also be difficulties that you face, um, whatever setbacks that you know you face, and it could be when things don't pan out the way you want it to, or when you feel like you've invested all of this energy into something and you, you didn't get the payback that you were expecting, and it causes you to feel bitter. You know, those are all of the winds and the waves, and um, I think an indication of your maturity is going to be how you respond to it, and that either will you know, reveal that you're like a child or that you're like an adult. And um, I think, you know, there's a number of ways that we can respond. And, you know, if we find ourselves being led to, you know, question God or to um, waver in our commitments to God or want to renege our prior vows, 
I think those are all indications of our immaturity and our lack of rootedness. And also, I think another big flag is when we feel bitter and angry. And we feel like God is somehow, you know, trying to thwart me or... Um, we feel bitter and angry at him for not giving us something that we want at the time that we want. I think those are all indications of our um, immaturity. And um, But on the other hand, I think it could be an opportunity for us to be matured to that, through that process and to come to um, greater levels of maturity as we face into those things. Yeah, so this idea of being children tossed to and fro, as Elm was saying, we see those different consequences. But so how do we fight against that? I think verse 15 tells us, rather speaking the truth in love. That's how we grow up. Um, and I thought about that because it, like a little boat that gets tossed to and fro by waves and different things that come at you. Um, how do boats really withstand those waves? They need a, a, a ballast or something at the bottom of the boat that will help them uh, um, maintain weight and will prevent them from flipping over. That's how you know sailboats do it. And um, what is that for us? It's truth. And truth comes uh, here. It's truth in love. And um, when we see the rest of this verse, 15 and 16, this is what builds up the church and makes it work properly. As it says in verse 16, when each part is working properly, it builds itself up in love. And I think this is so important because truth in love, um, you know, real love uh, requires truth. You, you can't have genuine love without truth, uh, as the Tim Keller quote tells us from this passage. Um, so that's going to be the mark for us to withstand uh, the different waves. Um, sometimes those voices, yeah, are the world, it's our family, it's telling us that we're crazy, we shouldn't be living this way, or... Um, you know, the deceitful schemes, uh, that word schemes actually is subversive, subversion. It's uh, to deceive us and to trick us and lead us away from the truth. But it is speaking the truth in love. And um, I think, you know, that's what we need to do for one another. So sometimes we get crazy and we become infantile and we need help. Like Ellen said at the beginning, we have different roles, leaders, they help us to get in our right mind and to snap us out of those things, to speak truth in love. Um, and I think that will be the mark of a healthy church. That's when we're working properly as we love and care for one another, but we also know how to bring uh, the truth to to realign ourselves and get us on the right path. And I, I really hope we can be that kind of church. I was struck. It's not that I want us to be an efficient, well-oiled machine that gets a lot done, even evangelizes a lot. And as 1 Corinthians 13 says, it's not about how hard we work in a sense, but ultimately whether we have love or not. So found this passage really challenging in that way. You know, also I was thinking about the ultimate truth in love is the gospel. And when we find ourselves being uprooted or feeling tossed about to and fro by our bitterness or our anger or different voices we hear, you know, it's important that we go back to the ultimate truth of the gospel, which you know, tells us who we really are, who God is, that he's the one who is our Lord, our maker, our creator, and we are his creatures, and that we're sinners, and we don't deserve anything from him. In fact, we, you know, deserve condemnation, and yet he had mercy on us, and that should really release all of the entitlements that we feel, the anger and the bitterness that we feel when things don't go our way, and that should root us when we face different, um, different, you know, winds and waves that we face in life, you know. So that is going to be the ultimate 
truth that we need to go back to. And it's a message of love. Okay. Well, that's right. it for today. Thanks. Bye, guys. See you guys. Yeah.